Don't allow anybody. Pelican Nation, welcome to the Full Code Press. I'm your host, Dolph 17. We about to get this thing rocking, man. So, hey, let's go. Pelican Nation, how you doing? Come on in. Full Cold Press is in the house. This is what we live for. This is what we worked hard for. Okay, we ain't giving it up. Pelican Nation, how you doing? Come on in. Welcome to the Nest. I'm Dog 17. And this is the Full Cold Press. Well, family, tonight, your first place. Yeah, I know it's December, but I'm going to say it again. Your first place. New Orleans Pelicans are in Salt Lake, Utah to take on the Utah Jazz. The Jazz defeated the Pelicans earlier this season, 122 to 121, in a very hotly contested game. I'm I am expecting the same thing tonight. Hopefully, the Pelicans can push their win streak to eight straight and get 11 games over 500. I'm about to bring Brother Ian in. Brother Ian, how you doing, my brother? How we doing, Brother Dolph? What's up? I'm doing good, my brother. Um, just getting ready for this game, man. Hopefully the Pels can get their eight straight win and get it 11 games over 500, man. Start stacking them Ws, man. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. Now, one, uh, one the first thing I have to mention <clears throat> uh, about uh, the game that we have coming up against the Utah Jazz, if you can recall, our first home game this season was right. against the Utah Jazz, and it was a sellout on a Sunday in NOLA. Uh, and, and, and the Jazz played spoiler 
uh, that day in an overtime victory yes. with Laurie Markinen hitting a clutch three-point shot on us to send that game into overtime. Uh, and so now we're going to Utah for these two games, and I'm pretty sure Zion and friends have not forgotten what happened on that Sunday afternoon. And so uh, I'm, I'm predicting a, a, a pretty – I'm actually predicting a blowout in favor of the Pelicans, at least 10 points uh, in favor wow. of the Pelicans. Uh, I think, me personally, I think it'll be closer, man. I'm, I'm, I'm predicting maybe a five, five, five to seven uh, point, point victory. Um, listen, I don't care if it's by one. You know, you know, <laughs> you know, you know how we do, man. Listen, man, as long as they come out with, with a W, man, that, that that's all that matters, man. I wasn't I wasn't able to get at you over the weekend. I mean, I listen, brother. You you family, brother. Listen, I understand, man. Whenever you are able to, man, you are always welcome. You know, it's, it, hey, I, hey, man, we appreciate you, man. You family, brother. So um, yeah, man. I, I was I was uh too busy screaming and hollering, man. I caught some of those dunks from him uh, <laughs> on the on, uh, on the phone, man. I boy that right. That was awesome. I mean, we haven't had excitement like that in a while. I know Anthony Davis brought us a, a portion of that excitement, but really, right. we haven't been this excited since that 07 08 season with Chris Paul, David West, Paige Stoyakovich, Tyson Chandler. Uh, this this team right now, I think, is better than that team. Yeah, I do. I think, I think, I think <laughs> also, man, we're, we're deeper, um, more, more cohesive unit. I mean, right now, man, if you think about it, and um, I forgot where I heard it, but it was the truth, man. Most teams go maybe eight deep, nine at the most in their rotation. The Pelicans can go 11 and actually 12 deep if they needed to in their rotation. And, you know, it, 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 it says something about the coaching staff and about these players that they are always ready. You know, let, let, let's face it, Najee may not um, start for a lot of teams. Uh, Jose may not start for a lot of teams, but they are in the perfect situation. They are the perfect pieces for what the Pelicans need. They fit the puzzle. Without them, the puzzle is not is it, not whole, man. And, Absolutely. Um, it, it's like everybody knows their job. And the thing is, there's no envy on this team. There's no one person who feels like, hey, it's my team or I need to get the most shots or anything like that, man. They're sticking together. And they're um, right now they're eighteen and eight. I know a lot of people are like, "Man, don't get too look." We're not getting too excited. We're not getting too excited. We're not naive. We understand it's December. We understand championships and playoff series are not won in December. But from six and nineteen to eighteen and eight this year, first at this time right now, in first place by a half a game over the Memphis Grizzlies. Which, by the way, is going to be the the future rival, one of the future rivalries in in the NBA for years to come with these two young squads. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to this to to the nice game. Like I said, we like you said, we own because they 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 spoiled the home opener, so we got we got to get them back tonight. And um, like to welcome our young our young brother, the one and only. He in a hurricane tonight. He just, he not even a depression. He just so he just a tropical wave right now. Hurricane Mike, how you doing? How you doing today? 
I'm doing good. It's the Pelicans win. I'm doing better. I'm just glad that this week I did not have to watch Saints football, but I get to watch Pelicans basketball. Gotcha, gotcha. Derek L, how you doing? Come on in. Thank you for being here, my brother. And the story of the day, though, Herbert yeah. Jones, the defensive yeah. anchor, Herbert Jones, is back on the floor tonight. That is huge. Oh, that's huge tonight, man. That's huge. You know, you're playing um, You're playing over the last couple of games, and, and you're playing without Herb, and you're playing without Brandon Ingram. That's two out of the five starting line, and and you're winning seven games in a row without two of your starting uh you're starting five. That is significant. That's that's big. That's, that's real. That's real big, my brother. You're you're so right, man. And then let, let's take a quick look, family, at the um breaking down these Utah Jazz. They played 29 games played this season. <laughs> They're at their record is 15 and 14. At home, they played 14 games at home. They're nine and five at home. And on the road, they play 15 games, and they're 6-9 on the road. So at home, their winning percentage is 64.3. Uh, field goals attempted a, a game at home is 86. They're making about 43. They're shooting almost 50% from the field at home. Um, they're attempting 39 threes a game and um, connecting on 15 with a percentage of 39%. Um, they're averaging 25 free throws a game at home and making 18 for a 75% uh, free throw percentage. So we, we got to keep them all that free throw line, man. And we got to attack, attack that paint, man. We got to get tonight. I feel we need to get Big V going, going, going a little bit more tonight, man. Oh, let's talk. I'm glad you brought Big uh Big JV up. Let's talk about it on this. I, I like Jonas Valanciunas. I really do. I think he's a little bit slow for for this team, and and he may not be that fifth guy. But for right now, that's who we have, and that's and that's and that's how it's going to be. But especially against the Phoenix Suns, it, it, it showed in the last year. It showed on these two uh, in these two games uh, we just played against them. He when when he's playing up against a big and younger. Uh, star at that five position. Mm-hmm. He, he's just not. He, he he's just not it. DeAndre Ayton bullies him every time we play him. Now I when think, it's when it's against a, a team that doesn't have a true big, uh, mm-hmm. and I don't I don't really think Laurie Markkinen is is a true big. Uh, yeah, he's a stretch four, stretch he, five. He, he's gonna dominate. So like you said, you need it. You you would like him to have. A big game tonight, and I really think that tonight is going to be the night that he atones for his lackluster performances over the weekend. All right, and and what mostly what I th- I think he was trying too hard, man. I think I think he wanted, to, and I think he wanted to go back at eight, and but you got to get him Wait, involved on, early. I'm gonna have to call you. I'm I'm okay. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna call back. Okay, no problem. Like my thing is, I think that Big V man, they they need to go to him early. Get get him established early. Get him feeling good. Get him laddered up. Get him feeling good again. You know, go at them. Try to get them in foul trouble. Attack, attack the pain. Attack that glass. Tremal, how you doing? Come on in. Yeah, brother. Um, I just uh, Andres broke the news, man. It's her. It's you. Herb is back tonight. So that that that's definitely big. And Herb listen, is a defensive anchor. And, and, and let me just say this, Herb. Right now, Herb is one. 
He's the main defensive anchor, but he's one of the defensive anchors. Because Najee Marshall, Dyson Daniels, and Trigger Trey have been balling. They have been, and of course, we all know what Jose does. You know? Yeah, so um, definitely looking for that forward to that. And let the, the, the Jazz, as we can see, they started out the season six and two. They played eight games. And in November, they won seven and nine. They played five games so far this uh, month. And they went in there one, two, and they lost three. Um, they're average, again 85 um, field goal attempts again. They're hitting on 41. Again, they are shooting just under 50 percent from the field. Uh, three perms is attempted, 38. They're uh, making 14, and their percentage is on 37 percent. Man, my thing is right now they're averaging 26 trips to the free throw line. We we want to definitely keep them keep them off that free throw line, family. What's your what's y'all thoughts on that? Uh, for me, just don't foul. We'll be good. Gotcha. I they I want us to have a total of two fouls. A total of two fouls. And honestly, that, that might be more than I actually want, but the <laughs> most that you can have is two fouls. Right. Well, I'm, I'm going Mikey, two fouls. I don't, be if, I don't think that's gonna cool. happen, Mikey. I think they're going to have more than two fouls, my brother. I don't care. In my fantasy world, I just want <laughs> to have two fouls. I got you. I got you. Mike, one you on each player, so we don't have a chance to get fouled out. Okay. Okay. I got you. I got you. Oh, I got medal today. You got who today? I got a medal today. What you got? Hold on. I mean, let me put it on your medal, man. What you got a medal for, brother? Uh, Poetry slam. It's basically... Uh, uh, I don't know why I got this, but uh, it was basically a poetry slam. Is, if y'all don't know what it is, it's basically an event that um, it's basically an event, right? Where wow. uh, some like a few students. Well, I don't know if they do it for grownups, but in my case, it's students, and uh, we're so we'll we're we'll get a gather of students and they'll read different poems that they wrote. I was not wow. one of them. My classmate was. But I was not one of them, but uh, I think everybody for participation or something got a medal, and obviously I participated. Well, I don't know. Right, right, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, look, man, congratulations, man. Keep up the good work, man. And as you can see on the screen, the Pelicans leading scores this year, no other than Mr. Zion, who's uh, pushed his uh, his scoring uh, average up to twenty five a game. And we're still waiting on the Slim Assassin to return. Listen, B.I. is going to be back with his 20, 20 plus a game. Mr. C.J. McCullum broke all this slump. Hey, hey, Ian, let me ask you something, man. Listen, I, I, I came off my chair, man. When, when Zion threw that ball back to C.J., man, and C.J. <laughs> went up with two hands, yeah. not one. And, and, and look, it, it looked it looked easy, man. It, it it wasn't hard for him. He's he's definitely feeling better. Yeah. I mean, you know, he was coming he was coming off the uh of the sickness. You know, you never want to see a player get sick. And he just he said that he was feeling just just not not himself. Right. But you could tell when 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 Zion threw that ball up, that's what was about to happen. That that was about to be a slam. And CJ got up there, you know. So that that was one of the most impressive things I saw over the weekend. If CJ McCullum is the one that's on the receiving end of some of those uh, alley oops, I mean we're gonna be uh, Man, that, unstoppable. 
unstoppable, man. That that uh, was that was lovely. Um, yeah, Derek that, L. that was awesome. Yeah, Derek L. I land to me not just in our favor, but some, I think that game Sunday was one of the most the worst official. That was the worst official game yeah. so far this yeah. season. I mean, that whole team was awful. Yeah, those those officials need to be reprimanded, man. They need to be demoted. Because that that they just did an awful job, man. Awful job. And and um, not even just the fouls. I mean, some of the out of bounds calls, right. an official that's that's right next to the ball is looking at another official who's further away from it to make the call. And I'm like, Are you are are you serious? Right. Are you serious? No, I thought the NBA was cracking down on traveling because I saw a lot of traveling going man, on. Man, every there. time Mikhail Bridges <laughs> caught the ball and tried to Listen. dribble. That boy traveled every time. I saw I saw Chris Paul travel. To me, he traveled when when they tied the game up at one seventeen. I just, it looked to me oh, like oh yeah the drive oh, on that drive it, yeah. yeah when he made it on over drive, Dyson did, Daniels. Yeah. I was like mm -hmm. hell he 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 traveled like yeah you know yeah. but hey it, it was a no call. Listen, we got his little slick self out the game kicking out his legs trying to get the cheap. Um, That's one of the best moments great. in oh, in, man, in New Orleans it. sports history. Man, when Zach, when when he kicked that foot out, everybody's like, "You got to be kidding me!" They cannot call this a defensive foul on Zion. And then when they changed it around, the yeah. I, I don't know if y'all could hear at home, but they were chanting, "Chris Paul sucks." I'm like, oh, man, that's what, what they was okay. That's what they was chanting. Yeah, they were chanting Chris Paul, and it's like, man, what a difference a decade makes. At the end of the 2000s, we were chanting CP3 MVP, and right. now in 2022, we're chanting Chris Paul sucks. Yeah. Man, let me say this, man. Um, about I'm glad <laughs> CJ getting back. Me, me also. Cause man, it just got some of us in the fan base. They just some of us. Some of us need not to uh, be on social media because you some of the stuff you say is just idiotic and embarrassing sometimes. And what I'm talking about is all those people was talking about getting rid of CJ McCullum. Uh, man, what what is y'all talking about? Like. For who? For what? That, for I, like, I, like who are you gonna get? Who are you gonna get rid of T.J. McCollum in favor man, of? Listen, man. Right, this team. I'm telling you right now. To me, I don't know if you guys would agree or the everybody um in the chat, but I don't think this team needs to make a trade. I think they got two pieces coming back. One piece is sitting on the bench that's got to get his mind right, and um, the other piece is coming back from injury. Slowly but surely, everybody's saying go out and get another guard. Get another. They already have him, KLJ. I'm telling you, this is a, the season's early, but KLJ, and I'm saying this too. A lot of y'all gonna disagree. I don't care. Jackson Hayes and KLJ are gonna play big dividends for this team down the stretch. Mark my words. Does Jackson Hayes even play? I, I'm the biggest Jackson. I'm the biggest Jackson Hayes fan that there probably is in the Pelicans fan base. I've gotten into many arguments over Jackson Hayes. Dolph, I just feel like the reason why he's not out there right now, because as you know, Jackson Hayes is the most athletic big that we have on this right. team. Far more athletic than Valanciunas, far more athletic than Billy. But Billy and Jonas are getting are getting those minutes, and really Billy should probably be getting more minutes. More minutes, right. Uh, but Billy and Jonas are getting those minutes, and it just doesn't look like they want Jackson Hayes out there and so, to me, if they're going to make a trade, uh, and I know it just sounds like I'm like I'm repeating talking points, but Devontae Graham and uh, Jackson I, look like they have I feet think. out the door. I don't want to see it happen. I don't want to see it happen because, like I said, again, biggest Jackson Hayes fan that there is. Mm -hmm. 
I just like the way that he plays. I like the way that he played when he was at Texas. I loved when he came here. The way that he played down the stretch leading up to the playoffs uh-huh. last season, uh, you know, he was instrumental in helping Brandon and CJ with that. Uh, but my thing, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I, I don't go ahead. My thing no, is, yeah. man, I like, I like what Devon, I, I like what how Devontae Grant's been playing this year. Like, mm-hmm. like, I like he only scored four uh, on Sunday, but I like the way he scored them four. He scored them four he, going to the basket. Right. He, he's not, he's not right. making those boneheaded mistakes exactly. that he was making last year. And season. he's not just sitting back there behind the three. He's put the entire season. He's been putting the ball on on the, and he had he has been accepting the challenge on defense. He's been in passing lane. He's coming up with steals. He's been playing better this year. Uh, Jamal said, "You're absolutely right. If Zion gets a mid-range shooting game, he would be man. It'll be over with. I mean, I don't know if he's showing flashes. He's showing flashes of a mid-range game. And one thing Joel Myers and Anthony and and Antonio Daniels talks about often is that he and Teresa Witherspoon, Coach Witherspoon, they work on that a lot in their practice." Uh, we haven't seen him shoot many threes this right. year, but it's that play with him and C.J. McCollum uh, outside the arc where he doesn't go inside and he just right. stands there outside the arc right. and he's daring somebody to guard him. And when and when they don't, he ends up shooting. And two out of those three times on Sunday, yeah, those three points went in. Yeah. So you know, it's 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 coming. It's coming. Yeah. Right. And it it looked good. They look good coming out of his hand too, man. They look good. I mean, even the hand. one that he missed, even the one that he yeah. missed, you're like, oh man, this is going in. Yeah. You know. Let's see. Mao says, uh yeah. But let's talk coming. about let's talk about the defenses that we've been playing up against. So so we had the Suns Sunday and Friday, and then we right. had uh the Pistons. And 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 both teams played a very similar defense against the Pelicans when Zion was in the game. They played that wall style defense to try and prevent Zion right. from coming into the paint. Here's why I don't want Pelicans fans to be concerned about that. No, they're not calling uh, the obvious contact fouls because in the NBA when there's contact, there's supposed to be foul call. Right. Uh, the, they're not calling that. But when you think about what's going to be happening down the stretch of the season. When Zion is facing some of those wall defenses and he's trying to drive one on four, more often than not, he's going to have somebody like that Mikhail Bridges or like that Tory Craig, where he's just bullying them out of the way and finishing anyway. But if it's one on four, where's Brandon M going to be? Somewhere in that little sweet spot of his, somewhere in the mid range, and he's going to knock it down because he never misses from mid range. Or he's going to see CJ McCullum behind the arc, or he's going to see Trey Murphy behind the arc and pass out of it, and they're going to be wide open because. The other four defenders are all guarding him, so I don't want people to be concerned about about that uh, kind of defense that they've been playing against him too much. But I do understand the fans' frustration about the mm. officiating against him. You right, know, he, and I mean he's getting frustrated by it. I mean, yeah, yeah, he really I mean is. it's just it's just obvious obvious fouls, man. They can't stop the kid. It's obvious fouls. Now, when what 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 I saw Friday. At the end of the game, when Monty went and he put Aiton on Zion, the thing I was saying to myself, <laughs> I, I hope they come back with the same game plan Sunday because Zion's going to follow them out. And I, listen, that's exactly what Zion did. That's exactly what, that's exactly what he did. I, un, I understand what Monty's saying. I got a I got a athletic big who's seven foot tall. I'm going to make Zion shoot over Lent. 
No problem. Zion go get right in his chest. He go. The thing that makes Zion different is Zion can handle the ball like a guard. See that? That's, that's why Zion and he has a low center center of gravity. So now he doesn't just have to count on CJ or Jose or Brandon or whoever to get him the ball. He can initiate the offense. Then he now. Then let's think about this. The defenses that they're playing up, basically, I call it like a boxing one. You know what I'm saying? It, when they go to that, I'm 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 putting Brandon on 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 Zion's um uh, right right on the right side on, on on his weak side on the weak side of the flow, and and I'm keeping Trey Murphy on the weak side of the flow. Whichever one of them are in there, because one thing once he drives, that man's gonna have to come down to help, and you going. Just think about it. You know, you kick it to Trey. Trey's going to get wide open shots, you know, because once Zion starts moving, all Trey or Brandon has to do is relocate. And then when when um, when B.I. does come back, everybody's like, how are they going to work together? Well, you can't stagger them. You can't go. You can't have Zion and Herb in there. That's more I mean, than likely what's yeah. going to happen. They're not going to play many minutes together. Yeah. Until but the end I of the think, game. Yeah, they're gonna close, they're gonna start the game together, then they're gonna close the game. But in between, I see the Pelicans staggering them, keeping keeping one of them on the floor at all times. Either it'll be a mixture of um of CJ and Zion, or it'll be a mixture of BI with Trigger Trey and Jose. And man, look, shout out to Najee Marshall, who has just been big, man. Najee's been balling this entire season. Maul says the Jazz have a unique lineup where they have three big men that can shoot and space JV out. We got to watch that. Yeah, we do got to watch that, man. And I, I'm interested to see if they will try to take something out of the uh, the Suns playbook. If you notice, the Suns kept running that double, that double high screen. And what they was doing, they was forcing the low man to make a, a decision. Because what Aiden was doing, he'll set that screen, then he's diving straight down the middle. So that low man who's on the weak side, if he comes down to try to uh, stop Aiden from, from diving down the middle, then CP was just kicking it to the corner, and they were getting wide open threes. Wide open threes, right? You know, so they're gonna they're gonna have to be faster and better at, at their rotations tonight because hey, Utah's a good three point three uh, good three point shooting team also. Uh, now another thing about about. Uh... Zion and him being a, a a mismatch with Aiden. See, see, a true big is is he's not fast enough. Right. He's not fast enough, and in the NBA nowadays, he's just he he doesn't have the mass that Zion has. Zion is 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 a legitimate two sixty five, two seventy, possibly more than that. If the NBA is lying to us, which I think they might be, he might be more more like at two eighty five, but. I mean, somewhere between 260 and 285. That's right. that's where he actually is. Uh, so if he put a, a a true big on him, the big is not fast enough to guard him, and most of the time he's not. Uh, he he doesn't have enough mass. If you right. put another forward on him, well, he might be able to slide his feet and play defense against him, but he's too small, regardless if he's taller than him or not. Cause Zion just gonna bully him out of the way. We saw that with Tory Craig. I felt sorry for Tory Craig. I've never been hit that hard in my entire life. Tory Craig got hit so hard that he literally slid backwards into the first row. Right. Right. You know. 
So that's 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 basically what Zion is doing to that kind of a player. Mikael Bridges, exact same situation. Exact same Mikael situation. Bridges is an above average defender. Right. And 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 Zion just moving oh, him out yeah, of the way. Man, Mikael Bridges is one of the best defenders in the league. Wayne defenders in the league, in my opinion. I, I like his game. I like I like I like his game. That kid can play, man. That kid, that kid I like play. I like Mikael Bridges. Another yeah. one I felt sorry for. Every time that they had him in one on one coverage with Williamson, I mean he he, he just moved him out of the way. Uh right. every time they had eight on him, he's just going by him. Like like I said, that 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 was just that, that, that was just a mismatch. You know what I'm saying? And but listen, Aiden, listen, Aiden showed why he was number one overall pick. Aiden, Aiden is a good is a good ball player. Aiden, Aiden, Aiden can go destroys Jonas every time he plays him. He can go. Aiden has Jonas's number, and yeah. Jonas was getting frustrated late in that game because Jonas didn't feel like he was getting those calls. calls. And I agree. And he um, was man. I mean, the last one right before he got the tech, I was upset that he he let he lost his composure. But I man, the guy came right straight across his own. Like how yeah. you don't how you don't call yeah. that? How you don't see that? And, and it's not just on the shots. On a lot of his rebounds too, because he's so big and so tall. Uh, when he's when he's coming down with those rebounds, people think that they can just come like like jump on him and try to get the ball from him, and that's a loose ball foul. But those refs are not are not are not calling that for him. Maul said nobody can stop Zion. Giannis is the only man, only one that may defend better. I mean, hey, we go see. But, but we I play think, on Monday. Monday, Giannis Monday. is coming to town. I mean, I know he one thing. He he's re- he's reveling in the opportunity to um to go. That's gonna be him, a good man. matchup. That's gonna be fun oh, yeah, to watch. That's gonna be that's gonna be a real good matchup. And I really hope Drew. I really hope Drew is back by Monday. You hope who's back by Monday? Yeah, Drew always got respect. Oh oh for Monday. Oh yeah, man. Always always gonna be one of my favorite players, man. And and man. let's talk about those you know those those former Pelicans who are no longer Pelicans anymore. Personally, I think that CP3 isn't actually hated in New Orleans. I think that we just don't I, like I, him right now. Right. I just yeah, yeah. I kind of think that we just don't like him right now. Yeah. Anthony Davis, on the other hand, I think that we genuinely do not like that guy. Well, it's the way it's the way he went out. It's the right, right. It's See, the way that he left. Chris out. did leave with, with, with class, but he just it, it's just the way he left. And then we now we get drew. on there a couple of weeks ago talking about he wish he'd have had a. Uh, uh, a video, um, oh, yeah, the video yeah. package that they boy, gave, boy, yeah. boy, go ahead, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of why I brought it up. But see, with let, oh, with let Drew, me say this, hold on, hold on, and let, let me say this because yeah. I like CP3, but I'm starting not to like his ass. Matter of fact, because <laughs> he, uh, I don't like the way he disrespects Jose. Him and Jose just got that. Yeah, it, it's right. it's almost like he see his younger self in yeah. Jose, and a lot I, of people do too. But but what I don't like about it, even after the series last season, in, at, at the in the press conference, he still refused to give that kid kid name. Right. To get that right. kid. He should have he should have given you him his props and he did. And he and he sometimes Chris Paul does some dirty underhand. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, doing doing the stream, he's about to make me go and call Rondo. Put Rondo <laughs> on the floor with his ass. Yeah, that little um, sneaky elbow he gave. Yeah, Jose yeah, yeah. He gave him and, and hit him in his hit him in his ribs, man. <laughs> him, man. Him, man. Um, pain, pain, pain did it a couple times too, man. You know, but um, just quick look, looking at the field goal. Listen, man. Everybody, we we were always happy when CJ came last year, 
But when they threw in Larry, when I saw Larry Nance, listen, Larry Nance, the, the Pelicans been after Larry Nance. For those who don't know, they've been trying weapon. to get. Yeah, that's a secret weapon for listen, us, really. Larry, Larry Nance is special, man. And uh, I was I was watching mm. uh, a video with the boot crew, and he was um, breaking down how he was um, how they made an adjustment in the second half, defending that high screen and roll with uh, Chris Paul. So what he started doing, he said at first he was stepping, he was coming up. And so when he come up, you know, Chris is savvy. Chris would go around, Aiden would just die. So he started jab. So he fought, he, he started falling back and he started ifing at him. And so they showed the video. Then I went back and watched again. And you can see that he, 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 he fell back so he can be with Aiden in the lane and keep a bite on him. But he also would, would jab at Chris, you know, j- just to slow him down a little. Yeah, j- yeah, you just kind of pick him off. Yeah, to, yeah. To off. yeah. So, Impede uh, his progress a little bit. Right, right, exactly, exactly, man, exactly. So, um, yeah, man, so, and listen, he, right now, Larry, and Larry's been catching, listen, Trey and Larry been catching bodies the whole, <laughs> the whole year, man. We yeah. gotta, we gotta ask the question, right now, and I know our bench is stacked, but right now, Dove, who is your sixth man of the year for the Pels? That's a hard question right now. I know. Oh, uh, right. Sixth man of the year right now? Man, it's hard to shoot. Man, I got three. Najee in there. Najee, Jose, Trey, Larry. Najee is Jose. I know, I know, I know who it is. I know who it is. I know who you got. So they dropped like 38. Uh, it's the entire second line. Okay. All I knew you. I knew you were I can't I can't just pick one. It's the entire second line. All right. Who uh let's see. Uh Mo say Jose, my six man. Jose, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Listen, you can't you can't go wrong with none of them. All right, so y'all gonna say Mo gonna make me pick somebody, damn it. Uh you know what? We saw Trick or Trade coming last year. Know who I'm going because he's been so consistent since since game one. I'm going with Najee, man. I'm gonna show Najee some love, man. Najee's been that dude, man. He doesn't get the credit that he deserves. The yeah. man's been averaging 15 points a game over the last five games, by the way. And but- he plays like Zion. He plays downhill. He attacks, and he does all the dirty stuff. And where is he getting that three point shot? What where, where that came from? Working with Fred, working with Teresa, working with Cora Brewer, man. All of them. They they shoot. He listen. If he has that cone of three to his game with his driving, and, and, and what I've noticed about Najee, and y'all let me know if you have too, like he's playing more in control this season. Excuse me. It's almost like it's almost like he's something clicks for him, especially with Summer League, because he was very good in right. Summer League. It's like is 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 like something yeah. clicked and he's like, I got it. Like right now, I'm understanding right, my role on this team. So when he comes in there, whether it is because he's coming in there to play defense, whether it is he need we we need him to come in there and give the team a spark. Najee is doing all the things that it is that he needs to be doing. But again, we can't even just say him because we got to talk about Trey Murphy and his scoring. No, he did not score uh the way that we would have liked him to against the Phoenix Suns over the weekend. But his scoring speaks for itself. We we got to talk about Larry Nance. His rebounding, his defending, th- the way that he's he's always aggressive on the offensive side of the ball, uh, grabbing offensive rebounds, 
Larry Nance is the truth. Then you go to everybody's fan favorite, Jose Alvarado. I mean, what? I mean, what? What? What, what is there left to say about Jose Alvarado? The man is a defensive stalwart. He's undersized, man. and he can and has the ability to shoot the basketball at a very high clip. We saw him do it in that 38 point game against the Denver Nuggets. I mean, you can't, you really can't go wrong with this team, man. You can't, you can't, man. Right now, um, there's, I guess, an argument about how deep are they? Are they the deepest team? Like I said, I think they can go at least 15, 16. I'm, I'm tripping y'all. I'm looking at something. Forgive me for that. We're forgetting about I, one. We're forgetting about one. Our rookie, Dyson Daniels. Oh, yeah. No, you got to put Dyson Daniels. So that's what I'm saying. So you know how I know Willie says, like, so on any given night, anybody numbers. Anybody can go off. You yep. know what I'm saying? So, like, like it depends on the matchup that night. You know, when let's look, with her back tonight, that means Dyson's minutes are going to go down. Right. And, and, and Najee's, you know. Listen, so then when B.I. finally comes back, you know, of course, their minutes are going to go down. But it's like it's a game-to-game matchup on who's going to who's gonna best fit that night's um, game plan to go up against that opponent. So some – and what I like about this team, like everybody stays ready. Everybody's always ready, you know, because they're look at And look at Green's rotations, Dolph. Look at, look at his rotation. So – Say something's not working, right. you know. Say something's not working, and last season, if something wasn't working, he is it's almost like he would second guess his rotations because things weren't going the way that he wanted it to go. This year, it's almost like he always has the right answer at the right time. If right. if Larry's not playing well, well, Val's coming back in the game, he's going to give him a, a spark. If Zion's not playing well, or Zion gets two fouls. You know Najee's coming in. Like, like he knows what to do at what time to put this team in the right position to win the game. Right. And you know what I think it is, too? I think last year it was him learning his team and also him growing and becoming comfortable as a head coach. You know, I, I think they all started growing. They grew together last season. And and what cannot be underestimated is the staff that they have. They have a He has a great staff to work working with him, man. A great staff, from top to bottom, they they, they are a great staff. Uh, Derek L said, "Only thing I would like to improve on is stopping the offensive rebounds of the other team." Yeah, we got killed Sunday. That that nineteen depending on what that rebounds was awful. Can I respond to Derek? It, of course, of course. When when we give up those offensive rebounds, Derek, that usually means that it's a bad matchup as it relates to us being undersized especially when Valanciunas is off the court or when you're playing with Valanciunas and everybody else on the court isn't a big. So if Zion is off and Jonas is on and you're playing with Trey, CJ, Najee, Larry, and Brandon, well, you're probably going to give up some offensive rebounds because those are not rebounders. But those guys have to know that they have to box somebody out in order – for the other team to not get those offensive rebounds. So Sunday, you have a team that likes to offer the rebound at the Phoenix Suns, and DeAndre Ayton is very good at doing that, so they're going to pull down a whole bunch of those offensive rebounds. But if you look at the game we played against Detroit, there wasn't as many because that's not a team that does that and because they're not that big of a team either. So usually that always depends on 
the matchup. It's not is it's not something that I think that we have to be concerned about often. Mm-hmm. But it is something like you said. It it, it needs to be cleaned up because that's just frustrating, right? When you're giving a team multiple different chances. Right. Exactly. So, hey man, has the game started yet? Because it's about to in a couple of it's seconds. About to. I'm not even getting my feed right now, man. They're getting ready to tip off. They're getting ready to tip off. All right. Hey, man, I, man, I didn't I didn't even realize that Larry was shooting 45% from three, man. I didn't either. I forgot. I didn't even know he Larry was shooting. Larry shooting and B.I. hasn't played, what, eight games? And still is shooting 46% from three. This, man, he has improved his three. Last year, the man couldn't hit the broad side of a barn from three-point no, range. No, this year, he is shooting from deep. Yeah, because it, there's it's nothing you can do with him. What you going to do? This team is just... All right. Tells when the tip, by the way. McCullum going to bring going it What's going on with my, uh, my feet? But look, fam, I'm about to go get my team. I just wanted to do a pregame. I'm not going to do the watch party tonight. I'll All right. Do it. I'm going to definitely do it Saturday, though. I'm, we definitely doing it Saturday, man. And um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're going yeah, back yeah, to yeah, Phoenix. Sir. We're going back to Phoenix. Um, game, game four of the regular season series. That's what I call it, the regular season series. We up 2-1. Both teams done protect done protect uh home so who's gonna be the first team that went on the road listen if we go into phoenix saturday and beat them and win the season series three to one we i don't care what they say that's gonna mess with their psyche man they're getting blown out by houston right now by the way man you gotta be kidding me it's 54 to 34 at halftime wow i think there's some uh there's some internal problems with that team that's just not coming out. Cause they're too oh, talented. Oh, that's already came out. We know DeAndre Ayton and Monty Williams can't stand. Well, yeah, them. we knew that from last season, and they still resigned them. So I'm thinking, hey, they mended defenses, you know. But evidently they they didn't, man. Well, look, I want to thank Hurricane Mike. I want to thank Ian. I want to thank everybody in the chat. Thank y'all for being part of the Pelicans Nest and joining me for the full cold press. Hey, man, let's go watch these pals win eight straight and get 11 games over 500. Until next time, I'm your host of the Full Cool Press, Doe 17, saying fly, Pelican fly. i see everybody <laughs> later. <laughs> we out, baby.